welcome back to the Habs Puck Drop Podcast. This is the March 20th game against Vancouver in our final uh, game this season against the Canucks. Interesting game. Uh, you know, we finally got that OT win. Um, you know, I didn't want to see us go 0-10. In, in overtime, that had to be some kind of record. Small part of me did to break yeah, the Yeah, honestly, you know, a little bit. But, you know, we'll start off in the first and make our way down because we have a lot to say about overtime again. So uh, let's make the first... Uh, First, second, and third go by quick. So after the first, we were looking at a one nothing game for uh, a goal from Suzuki from Weber and Druin on the power play again, which, like his new spot there. Yeah, that, which is his old spot, right? Yeah, like they yeah. flipped him back to where he should be, and he thrives there. Yeah. So I think that that should be his spot from now on. That right side. Yeah, half he's got uh, two goals in two games from that exact. Yeah, spot, and he had a so. couple last year and a couple this year. I don't know why we put him on the other side doing these cross crazy one timers. Like he's Pasternak, Line, line or Yeah, I don't know why we do half the he's shit. He's got a do, much but... better wrist shot anyway than a slap shot. Yeah, agreed. Um, that whole period, I think we looked, uh, you know, on. We looked on. Yeah, we looked like we needed a win. The, the whole thing with this game is, I finally found we had a homogenous game. We yeah. didn't have like a down period. Yeah, I, yeah. No period like particularly stuck out in exactly. terms of possession. I mean, like there was a good period where Vancouver didn't have a shot for like ten minutes or something, but mm-hmm. like. Yeah, kind of take that with a grain of salt a little bit, but, um, you know, second, a lot of the same thing. Uh, you know, we, we were up 3-2 at the end. Uh, we had a goal from Tatar, uh, from Victor Mete, of all people, and uh, Philip Deno, who just had an absolute game tonight. Um, then we had one from Edmondson, from Weber and uh, Tatar. Again, Tatar having, you know, one hell of a game tonight. Yeah, I, that whole line was on this. Yeah, time. that line is just, you got to keep them together. Um, anything stick out for you in the second? Um, nothing massive. I mean, again, I, I think that the Tatar... kind of blended. Yeah. That's the thing, is, like, the whole line just, like, they, uh, basically, they tore it up tonight. There's no yeah. other way to put it. They and just were on. Adeno's, uh, face-offs were very noticeable. Like, I, you know, I, I wonder what his percentage was, but, you know, he seemed to be winning all the key, all the key well, That's what I mean. Everyone was doing their thing. Gallagher, as we were gonna get to, was, you know, getting in front, putting pucks on net, um, you know, like we'll say in a minute, scoring goals, but he was he was a net front presence. Tatar was that um offensive kind of motor. Yeah. And Dano was doing everything right. He was getting the pressure down low. He's winning faceoffs. He was transitioning the puck. Like he, they were looking on tonight, and I think they have that new confidence. Maybe because they were told they're gonna be sticking together for a while. Yeah, and uh, you with know, the it... Toffoli injury. I think that they're going to have to rely on that line for a lot of offense. Yeah. So, you know, that puts Dano at, um, you know, 16 points, I think, now. Yeah, I believe so. Um, so, you know, like, it looks like he's, you know, he's catching back up with his numbers. You know, he, he clearly got off that drought. And, um, you know, that puts him at pace for, like, a, you know, 45-50 point season, which is what we're looking at with Dano. Like, hopefully, you know, that's a good season for Dano. And, you know, I... You could just tell his games back. Yeah, you know I mean, that's like it. I, I didn't want to call it a few games ago. You know, when he finally got that goal against Ottawa, or um, you know, you know his second goal there. But you know, I, I think it's safe to say now, after like you know a few weeks, that like you know he, he's finally out of his little uh, his little drought there. Well, I think it's important to mention too that he, we were never expecting a point per game from him. No, no, he was just but we also massively underperforming. Exactly, yeah. And so this is something like, I'm more than okay with how he's playing right now. Oh, for yeah, I mean he's you know he's one of the most noticeable players on the ice right yeah. now. So you know, really good. So uh, jumping into the third, you know, we had a you know 
we'll get to the goaltending in a second. Um, but I, I don't think it is what it what it seemed to be. But after the third, going into overtime, it was four four. We had a goal from Gallagher right off the face off from Deno. Really clear. Yeah, win after against two Sutter. very quick goals coming from Vancouver, we yeah. played most of that period behind. Yeah, most of that period behind, and um, you know. Missing Sherratt, we're re- I think we're really missing, uh, you know, clearing the front yeah, of the net. Yeah, the net front presence. We had two sure. goals go in that were, you know, really, really, you know, Carey was screened to oblivion, basically. Yeah. Uh, one of them was like a triple tip, um, you know, and, you know, obviously Carey's got to not be a seven seven five, like that's one thing, yeah. but at the same time, like two of those goals were like almost completely out of his hands. And, um, you know, I, I don't think there's a goalie on earth who would have gotten that. Um, yeah, but, without some luck. Yeah, and I think, you know, people, you know, these teams are smart enough to know that, like, Sherroth's our guy to clear the net. And, you know, when he's not there, there's not going to be a lot of guys to stick up for Price in front of the net. And, you know, you, you'd think Weber would do that. But he, he doesn't, he doesn't you know, historically really do that that no, well. I mean, like, game. if someone, you know, if someone taps Price or anything, of course he's jumping yeah. in, but... You know, during the play, I'm saying, like, you know, you know, he's obviously toned the cross-checking down because of the, of the penalty calls. But, you know, he doesn't really clear the net very effectively either. Not noticeably, so, at least. Yeah, so, you know, when Horvat's getting up there and, and you know, he's a terrific screener. Yeah, I really like Bo Horvat. Everything yeah. he brings to the game, it's, it's he's a very hard-nosed player. But, um, yeah, overall, I, I know exactly what I mean. This game, there was... It, pros and cons from this game were that the entire game seemed to be one fluid piece where we kind of played the same game i need to see a lot more from them but you know what again this is one of those games where we scored four goals yeah that's i'm okay with that it's like that that was a lot of goal scoring it's above it was above league average yeah so for all the like i can complain about what i can't complain about is that we we did our job offensively yeah. it's just like i wish we could merge the games where we are defensively sound yeah, and the games where we are like offensively creative it's, yeah it's a it's definitely a struggle with us and the other thing i've noticed too is that basically all of our points came from the same line mm-hmm. well, like i don't understand why on nights where we spread the wealth we can't score enough on nights where we do like score enough, it's all one line. Yeah, it seems I, like it, it seems just like there's like there's almost like a limited amount of resource that can be allocated per game. I know, which I don't understand. Yeah, it's like ego depletion or something. But like, yeah, it's very strange. I, I noticed that too. And you know, there's quite a few guys now that I'm noticing. Like one, we didn't even bring up Toffoli yet. Yeah, well, because you know, I didn't like, know he was hurt. Tyler Toffoli, like, he's I didn't an injury know he was from last game. I didn't know he was injured, and the fact that the Habs are being so like, uh, you know, under wraps, under wraps, keeping, keeping this under wraps is kind of making me nervous because you know that's kind of what they did with Anderson. He was out for like, what is it, six, seven games? I, I have no idea, but like, games. but you know, I, I hope he's all right because that's one player that we can't let the yeah. If that domino goes down, like we're yeah. <laughs> we're sinking pretty quick. So. Um, you know, but I, I want to see like a little bit more from Anderson these days. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, he's kind of gone under a little, a little bit. quiet lately. Yeah. But I think that might be due to the, you know, classic Canadians thing of, you know, we're going to shuffle the lines every yeah. night. And, you know, it, a lot of these players need some consistency to like have their game, um, you know, to, for their game to be consistent, they need a consistent environment. Yep. And, you know, it's kind of hard to, you know, you have to sometimes 
you know merge your game with the players around you but if those players are always changing and their their play style is always changing it's kind of hard to develop that area of your game that you know brings your best foot forward and i think that's maybe what we're seeing with josh anderson that's it exactly i think like look we saw he said he's 11 we saw lekkanen draw back into the lineup and he basically took the spot of um to foley i guess because he was third line left wing which is still insane to me but you know, it's it's. Lekin had a good game. He did. Too. It's just like, I don't know why Lekin's taking Toffoli's spot. You know, what I mean, it's, there should be if there's gonna be a reshuffling, like Toffoli shouldn't be there in the first place. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think you kind of said that backwards. Like I agree. I know what like you're Druin saying. should have yeah. dropped down, and Toffoli should have already been so that yeah, when no, no, Toffoli yeah. goes down, Druin should move yeah. up and Lekin comes in. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. For sure. Yeah. No, or, I mean, it's just yeah. It, it's just interesting, but. Jumping into the important bits. Yeah. Um, actually, before we do overtime, do you want to do... Yeah, food. So this week was Shally Barbecue. Uh, you know, we were looking forward to this place. For, so, you know, we spoke about it last week, kind of in passing. But, guys, this is, like, literally the best French fries in the entire world. Like, you can't go wrong with this place. Um, you know, they're located on Sherbrooke and DeCary. You know, really old place. They've been around forever. Um, what did you get tonight? Um, I, I get what I always get there, just the large poutine. That thing is just, you can't go wrong. It First of all, it's, it just screams Montreal. It's like they don't do any, like, frills or thrills or toppings. It's just you get cheese and gravy and fries. That's yeah. that's literally Although it. Although they should do a chicken I option. would like them to do a chicken one, but I'm just saying for those of those, like, they, they're such the purists yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, this is their, like you said, their french fries are... Easily the best in Montreal, in my opinion. Best in the um, world, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you agree? Yeah, no, I yeah. do. I just, like, I feel like there's places I haven't been. You know? <laughs> um, no, but I, 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 I can, know what you I mean. Can, I can probably confidently say that it probably, you know, in at least top five in the world. Which I would I would yeah. agree with. I'm just saying, I don't... Because I've eaten a lot of french fries. And, like, <laughs> the thing is, is it's not even like they're, you know, nothing beats them. It's like nothing comes close yet. Like, yeah, I, I've, I've yet to find one. I've yet to find like a second through 10th. Well, that, that's it. It's, it's very difficult because I also find French fries as a thing and like a lot of places just do the same thing because yeah. it's very hard to screw up French fries. Mm. But as equally as it's hard to screw them up is even harder to perfect. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know what I mean, yeah. and I, I don't care how fat that makes me sound. <laughs> <laughs> just like, seriously, it's one of those things where like when you do it right, you really do it right because yeah. like... This it's just their their gravy's great, their fries are great, and it's all just so good. Um, but yeah, like I this is like I've been reserving this for a few weeks because you know I I think we forgot to mention it, but basically um, for those who have never listened to a Saturday night game before, we pick a local restaurant to you know support local and kind of just advertise restaurants in the area that we really hope our listeners will go to and support. Um, yeah, this is the first ten. That I'm giving out. This is uh, easily ten on ten. Yeah. So I got the chicken wings with the French fries. Um, you know, that's a that's a you know their chicken wings have got to be up there too. Yeah. Describe like, the wings yeah. too. So the there's... wings are you know they're not. Okay. So here I'm gonna describe. I'm just gonna describe them like viscerally first. Yeah. Okay? yeah so cool. you get for once a good assortment of like you know, drumsticks and and flats. And, and flats. Okay. So like that's already a rarity. Okay. <laughs> like that never happens. And these types of wings, it's a crispy skin. Yeah, it's okay? not breaded. Though. It's not no, it's not breaded. Um it's like for the purists out there, this is definitely <laughs> the place, but it's perfectly crispy skin. Okay. And the way they like 
the color of the skin this is the best way i can describe it. the color of the skin is the same as the french fries yeah so like what ends up happening is you have this miraculous moment where you're eating french fries and you're like oh my god a wing <laughs> <laughs> and you feel like the fattest fuck for, yeah. <laughs> for, for about five minutes but the whole plate is just like a perfect caramel color too exactly yeah. like it's the french yeah, fries I didn't, I didn't want to make it sound like the wings were like, uh, <laughs> like cavendish like potato yeah, like blanched <laughs> no that's exactly their fries, the fries are, are dark, dark yeah, brown yeah. which is like they're they're kind of like they're they're not like snap straight. They're like they curl and they're a bit soft. Yeah. But it's like I, I it must be like double fried or something because yeah. like gotta be what they taste. My like mouth's that. watering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and the chicken wings which I've had before, but it's like you had it tonight. They're just they're so good because it really is just like chicken wings and like and they're really like they're you know they're not dry at all. You guys yeah. gotta just it's one of these places that. It's so, the reason it's so hard to describe is because it's so simple, but they just hit the basics yeah. so well. And it's know? one of those places that like, let's say you have someone coming in from out of town for the first time. Yeah. And like, you know, you're not, you're not going to take them out for dinner here or something, but like, you know, if you guys are getting lunch, like that's the kind of place where, I mean, I would take them to dinner. I just mean like, if you're, <laughs> if you're not specifically going to somewhere, let's say like downtown, this yeah. is just outside downtown. This is somewhere where, like, this will give them a good impression of Montreal. Yeah, like, it's, this it's represents a the venue. city yeah, so yeah. well. Yeah. You know, if we had to pick a restaurant to send to, like, a world fair, this would be one of them yeah, that I would exactly. suggest. Yeah. yeah, this is a really solid place. Been around forever. Um, you know, really not skimpy on the portions either. Yeah. And, like, incredibly friendly. You know, staff. this is this is one of those restaurants that, you know, I'm, I'm finding it kind of difficult to put into words just because, like I said, like they, they take the basics of like what you want in comfort food and just perfect it and they don't do anything else. Well, to and put like, it in hockey terms, it's the Sidney Crosby of food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like nothing, uh, you know, it's not Patrick Kane, you know, yeah. what I mean? not You're doing not any getting... fancy footwork, but he yeah. just does the basics so well. Yeah. And like, you know, when you when you when you do the basics like that you know with food that consistency leads to such confidence when you're when well, you're yeah. buying this stuff like that's why we keep going back it's because right. like you know there's certain restaurants where like you never know what you're gonna get like exactly. no offense buffalo bills but jesus christ well yeah sometimes right? i get about like a snot's worth of sauce <laughs> on mine versus other times i literally get soup yeah, whereas, like, with Chalet Barbecue, like, you'd swear they're going to try to give me a heart attack every night I order from there. Like, yeah. they, they give you so much food that, it, you know, it's just awesome. You guys got to check it out. Like I said, on the corner of DeCary and Sherbrooke, um, really, like, you know, hole-in-the-wall place. No offense. Well, <laughs> no, I, I don't think they'd take offense. But it, I think no, no, that's but it, part of their, it, their that's aesthetic. What I'm it's, a, it's a cultural thing. It's a yeah. weird, it, it's this weird mix of, like, in mom and pop slash like we've been here forever slash yeah, it's, it's gotta be like, like everyone wants to come here i mean yeah. i remember a lot of first... people mix this place up with swiss chalet yeah it's not it's not swiss, swiss chalet, chalet okay? this is not a chain it's not a chain this isn't like some like uh you know uh scores saint hubert piece of shit okay like, and like this is, yeah and, this and is I, like authentic like like chicken and fries well that's and... the thing and i completely understand that there is a bias here because we also even have like sentimental value to this place the day we moved downtown because we we didn't grow up downtown oh, yeah, yeah. that was we the like literally on moving day you know like the the stereotype of like pizza and beer yeah. like we got chalet barbecue yeah this is and like that was the first meal we essentially had in our apartment yeah. so like that really set the tone you yeah, know if we're exactly. starting at essentially what i'm calling a 10 on 10 yeah everything else is dog food <laughs> yeah yeah so you know with my you know i got 15 wings and fries uh can't forget the chocolate cake yeah oh 
Okay, so <laughs> my dirty laundry has been <laughs> aired out. <laughs> okay, so they also make wicked cake. Yeah. Okay. It's like like wicked. Like if you if you want to really like make. I can't wait to re-listen to this and just listen how fucking fat I sound. <laughs> <laughs> if if I if I was willing to spend the money, that would be like you'll you'll buy someone a birthday cake because it's also not like a Dairy Queen cake where like the whole cake's twenty bucks. Like each slice is probably about like seven bucks yeah so if you want that whole cake like you're gonna actually have to pay for it but it's worth it yeah it's incredible because like it's like i'm not this is this is gonna be the fact for the night <laughs> these things are made with love <laughs> they are though like it's yeah. really like it it's on their everything about that place is so yeah. good and like like the thing the, the cake is like the cake could replace the suspension on my car <laughs> okay like it bobs and it, like it, it, yeah. it's incredible but then it's somehow like perfectly moist and breaks apart yeah. like as you're eating it's solid just, as hell yeah but it's like the icing just, yeah just uh just uh, delicate enough <laughs> i could i could go on for hours about this place yeah. like honestly but yeah my rating i i honestly like i i gotta give it a 10 on 10 like yeah, that's just like this incredible. is like we're e- like it's guaranteed i knew and before you know, we even ate this tonight like really you know tonight really solidified it for me because you know i i get this place often but when we you know, do these segments on Saturdays, I kind of pay more attention to the food. So Mm -hmm. like when I was eating this and I was trying to pay attention and, you know, compare and contrast to like the previous restaurants we've gone for, like I, I found like a newfound respect for this place and uh, it really is a 10 on 10. I I really can't, uh, you know, speak about it enough, but you guys got to go check it out. You know, go for the poutine, go for the chicken wings um you know everything there anything you get there and like you know when things you the chicken noodle soup well that's it it's just it's everything and when and when things do open up again um even the interior like i sit down in there super nice and but it also is super popular so you might actually have a hard time just walking in and not having to wait a little bit but um yeah just please go check it out this is somewhere that is very near and dear to both of our hearts and also it's just damn near to my heart it's in my exactly. career <laughs> it's in my coronary exactly. artery <laughs> but it's yeah it's just it's so worth the time and the money and that's what i was gonna say too is that you know it's a good amount of food and it's not expensive it's not, yeah and it's not expensive at all really really solid place uh any last words on the game uh we didn't, well, go, over, we didn't go over time yet yeah oh, we didn't crap. go over yeah. over time yet yeah so Let's start with OT. Yeah, you want me to start? Yeah. Okay, so thank God they changed the initial lineup. Okay? Yes. I'm not saying it was perfect. No, okay? but that's what we called for. It's just but that's something different. That's the thing. Is like, I don't need it to be perfect. Exactly. Because we don't know what perfect is because you've ran one fucking line. Exactly. You've ran it nine times, okay? So I understand that the next few times and over time, it might be kind of a work in progress because you haven't tried anything. Right. So what was but the starting lineup? Starting lineup, Cotton, Yemi, Drew, and Petrie. And Price, because he touched and the price. puck more than Petrie. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, Druin surprised me a bit in overtime. Good puck mover when there's that much ice. Yeah. Kotkaniemi, I don't think, is my go-to next time. No. Okay, like, he was fumbling around a little bit. I think I, if I had it's to keep slow. Druin on there, I'd swap that out with Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the absolute gold standard of that was the Tatarda no Gallagher. Yeah, they had the puck the whole time. They got a few, like, break-ins and everything. There wasn't as much Russian doll. Yeah. And then, you know what, look. Well, the Russian doll, by the way, is the old uh, Canadian drop, pass drop six passes times. six times. Pass back to Carey Price, you're kidding yeah. me. Um, yeah, Druin's pass to Carey Price that passed twice. it right back to him. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... Um, 
but all in all, just a better overtime. We didn't let in a goal, which is a huge plus. Yeah. But we also had chances, which is nice. You know, Druin yeah. got absolutely robbed by Holby. Yeah. He that, that was move. a goal. Great move. It was a great play. But you know what? Then we went to the shootout, and boy, did we rely on Carey because yeah. we'll just we'll take this round by round. But Perry went in. Great hesitation. Perry's got to be our go-to in the shootout. Which, like, I take back what I said about him. He's one for three in his career shootout. Yeah, and and I I take back what I said about him because it's not really taking it back. It's more along the lines of, like, I didn't know the details of him. And we were saying on the last podcast, if he's someone who's specifically good at this, send him out there. And that's exactly what they did. So he scored. Then the next round? Yeah, Druin misses the net again. Like, this is just almost getting, like, uh, comical at this point. I think he's got to, you know, it sounds stupid, but he's got to, like, chill on the accuracy a little bit and, uh, you know, stop trying to pick those, like, you know, half-inch corners. Yeah. And instead just, like, try to get the puck on net. Well, that's it. Okay, because, like, you know, we can't be, you know, in a game where we are going to potentially go 0 for 10 in overtime, like, we need you to hit the net. Yeah. You know, so like I'd rather you just, you know, hit Holtby's pad. Yeah. Like just shoot. Yeah. I'm I'm a big believer in go in straight up the middle and just take a hard wrist shot. Yeah. It is the hardest thing to stop. Yeah. Versus what like this is the third round. Yeah, exactly. And going that bleeds into Suzuki, who came in way too slow, made a nice move, but that only works if you're coming in fast. He basically did the same thing that Perry did, but he came in so slow, so a fake shot. It gives the goalie time yeah. to readjust, and that's why Holtby just stayed with him. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, so going off Suzuki, then we had KK. Uh, you know, another missed net. He kind of whiffed on it. That's two puck. for four missed nets in the first yeah. four rounds. So it's that's, unacceptable. That's rough, yeah. That's we got rough. lucky that Kerry was on his head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you want to go next? Yeah, and then Byron came in and made a nice move, but I think he kind of whiffed the shot because yeah, that, that looked like a... Puck. Yeah, it just looked like a little girl shooting the yeah, puck. Looked, like there was yeah. just nothing behind it. If that would have been harder, it had a chance. Yeah, uh, yeah. It looked like, uh, you know, it looked like, it looked like my girlfriend, one-handed shot it. <laughs> with I, like, with like the, with like the hand on the top of the stick. Yeah, exactly. You know, like the, no, that that's you know, exactly. So like, it. You know, we need that. That's that's unacceptable as well. Like that's, uh, you know, you gotta lean into the shot a little bit and you know another thing i was kind of disappointed with byron was is that he didn't come in that fast no i know it's like that's the only thing it's you the got, only reason dude. you're out there it's yeah, not exactly like, your offensive prowess yeah, well, it's your not hands. your hands it's not your shot it's really your speed you got to catch holtby off guard especially coming off of a kk that came in really slow yeah um you know he should have really bolted in there and like yeah he was faster than the other guys but like not byron fast you know yeah. uh then yeah take the last one yeah our uh, lord and savior Thomas Tatar. He's another one. Keep him in there. Just put him in the top three. Okay, so we have Perry Tatar. Okay, so yes. just stop, go start there. with those two because most likely those are the only two you're going to get. <laughs> but Thomas Tatar makes an absolutely incredible that was move. In, that's going to be highlighted. We've real, seen him sure. do it many times before. That's hit, That's a go-to move of his that works almost every time. He buries it. Then uh, who was it that came in after him? Oh, uh, was it? It wasn't Godet. Was it Tyler Mott? No, it was uh, VC. Oh, it's no VC on the back end. Um, anyway, some Vancouver schmuck <laughs> <laughs> comes in and Kerry just gets the blocker glove on it. Guy shoots it high and the Habs win finally. Hoglander, Hoglander that's yeah. who it was. Okay, maybe not a schmuck then. He's pretty solid. <laughs> um, but yeah, he comes in and. 
Carrie makes the stop. We get the win. That's six points out of a possible eight. We're going to discuss that on the guess long the format tomorrow. Uh, if I had to guess, um, that's a little tough. Is Tatar one of them? Yeah. Okay, so we have Tatar. Is Weber one of them? No. No? Okay. Uh, Carrie Price one of them? No, can't be. He no. can't be. He's like a 600. Yeah. Is Tatar first star yeah okay tatar's the first star uh that's this is hard actually yeah Yeah, tell me this is cool okay the first three stars in order from top to bottom are tatar deno gallagher okay see i was gonna say it but i thought that was biased yeah that whole line that's great tatar deno gallagher that's great yeah that's got to tell management something and coaching something. Like, yeah. they got to keep those guys together. Yeah, I mean, let like, them keep being the stars. And it, it's it's crazy, too, because the non-tangibles of, like, seeing those guys play together, you can see, like, a smile on their face when they're on the bench. Yeah. And they're looking at the, they're looking at the iPad together. And then when they're on the ice, the intensity is just doubled. Well, they can from, play with their eyes closed. Yeah, exactly. The point. They, they know where each other is. But anyway, like I said, the, the long format podcast will talk about their six points in eight games and how important that was. Um, I feel like we lost more than that. I know. It's just it's because of the, the overtimes. Yeah. We lost two in overtime in a row. So we lost twice, but basically got a win. Yeah. Which is yeah. why I hate overtime and yeah. the rules they have. Yeah. Two losses equals a win. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So um, that being said, um, we have our long format being recorded yeah. tomorrow, being posted Monday. Yeah. So I think that's gotta, about it. Yeah. So catch that. Uh, catch that Monday morning. We got a really big week coming up. Yeah. Um. You know, we're gonna have some extra podcasts coming up too. Um. Uh, you know, kind of a mid-season review for the Habs and uh, maybe some other teams in the North. Yeah. Uh. Kind of see where the North Division is at too, sort of. So um, keep an eye out for that, and uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow, but Monday morning for you. Thank you for listening to the Habs Puck Drop podcast. You can email us your thoughts, questions, and suggestions through our email at habspuckdrop at gmail.com or direct message us on Instagram at habspuckdrop. We'll see you next time.